Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by On Time Lending. Today, along with Jason Grimes of the Grimes Group, Philip talks about the wealthy mindset versus the high income mindset. What Jay-Z learned over the years that propelled him to billionaire status. And why wealthy people invest using other people's money instead of their own. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple. And it's very likely by the time y'all listen to this episode, uh, we're going to have the new logo up. So I'm, I'm excited about that. But thanks for coming on, Jason. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Good morning. Good good, good morning, man. So we were chopping it up before just talking about the, the different mindsets and evolution of, of the different, you know, hip hop artists that we follow and how as they understand wealth better, what they do changes. And this one where, you know, you, you notice and, 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 and this is the core of like how you help people, right? Helping people use debt wisely, helping people use other people's money. I think a lot of people look at the financial system and figure out, oh, you know, the man is oppressing me. You know, the man is doing this. And there will always be oppressors, but there but it's less and less every year. And today you there's really nothing in your way outside of being able to control yourself and, and and get knowledge. And so that's what we're here to do. So let's, I mean, let's talk about why, you know, why do wealthy people use other people's money? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I live by this saying, and excuse me, man, my, my voice is out of this, out of this world today, but um, I live by this saying, I can play any game if I know the rules. Hmm. Right. And this financial game is exactly what I said. This is a game. And I know we've all heard the terminology is, you know, the terminology, especially growing up and the culture, you know, cash is king, cash is king, cash is king. Not true. Not true. Um, because for so long, we thought that, you know, and our parents, our grandparents taught us, you know, debt is bad. Don't get in debt. If you can't afford it in cash, don't buy it. That's not how the wealthy stay wealthy, you know. And, you know, I explained to a lot of clients, especially the ones that are trying to get into investing. When you have, you know, some of your major moguls, you have your Jay-Z's, your Dr. Dre's, uh, your Greg Cardone's, uh, your Robert Kiyosaki's and all those people, they all live and die by debt uh, because they use it as a, as a form of an investment. Uh, they don't tie all their cash up into investments when they can leverage it. Right. And so basically what I'm saying by leveraging, uh, I call it OPM, other people's money. Right. So a lot of times we've been so conditioned to go into the bank and just giving them money. We got a check, go to the bank, give them money. Got birthday money, go to the bank, give them money. You know what I mean? But while we're giving them money, the bank's turning around and they're going to these big guys and saying, hey, would you like some money to go invest and make more money with? <laughs> right? <laughs> and so the way the way it kind of works, and you know, I wanted to use a brief, uh, a quick example, and I, I broke it down real simple for a client the other day. Uh, he had put away him and his wife, they put away $100,000 cash to invest. Uh, and they were looking to buy a $100,000 property in Augusta, Georgia, uh, which is still very likely there. Not very many other places. But um, so 
I would say, look, you know, you can definitely put that hundred thousand dollars down to go buy a property. And, you know, I like you'll probably make about fifteen hundred bucks a month in 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 monthly rent. I like, but let's let, take a different look. I said, would you rather that one property for a hundred thousand dollars or would you rather five properties for a hundred thousand dollars? He said, wait, what are you talking about? I say, if you take that hundred thousand dollars and you break it down into five and just using simple numbers right now, right? You have five properties that's worth the hundred thousand dollars. You put 20% down, 20% down, 20% down, 20% down, 20% down. Now you've got rid of your hundred thousand dollars, but now you have acquired five properties. And all five of those properties are going to give you a monthly rental income of 1500 bucks. So now you can turn that hundred thousand dollars into a five hundred thousand dollar real estate portfolio. That's going to acquire over time. That's going to give you tax deductions. That's going to allow you to bring in, you know, some some monthly income on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And now you have an asset to turn around when it appreciates to refinance, take cash out, turn around, sell, and turn it into other assets as well. No man, that, that, that's dope, man. And and and, and I and I'm I'm gonna go on a tangent, but I just kind of want to do because you you might know this. So like that would be like seventy five hundred a month, yeah, roughly coming yeah. in, and and to borrow four hundred thousand at you know at 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 rates today. What do they sure. cost? Like four grand a month. So you clear like thirty five hundred plus appreciation. There you go, plus appreciation. Exactly. Dang. And write offs. And write offs. Right. Yeah. And write offs. So now. You're, you're sitting here on a little gold mine, you know, and that $3,500 could be to put towards to pay your mortgage payment. You know what I mean? For the house you actually want to live in. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, you, if you're a young guy and you don't have a family and kids, that could be a Lamborghini payment. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> live yeah. life. Yeah. You, you, smart. Yeah. You, you use your investments to, 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 pay, to pay for your fun stuff. And, that, and that's just such a mind shift because you, you, you talked earlier, you know, and, and me specifically, you know, I... I grew up fearing debt because of the situation that my parents went through. And it took a while to become, you know, A, it took a while to build my business to make comfortable income. But then it then took a while to just get mentally comfortable, you know, even though I was in the business. So, I mean, you're right, man. It's, it's, a, it's a, even for somebody like me where I didn't want much, like I never, like, you know, I saved and invested, you know, money. Uh, and I didn't, you know, I spent a lot of money on a lot of toys. Mm-hmm. But the, the the level up of saying, wait a minute, the, the name of the game is other people's money. You know, you that's that's like a game changer. If assuming you can do it responsibly. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. I mean, that's what it boils down to, man. I mean, I, I'm I was the complete opposite. I've always wanted toys. I'm I'm, I'm literally the ex, I'm the polar opposite of a minimalist, right? So I had to find a way where it wasn't dumb, right? You know, so you have to be able to put yourself in a position. I mean, it's even all the way down to like little simple stuff. Like I haven't used a debit card in a few years. You know what I mean? Because when I travel, I don't want to have to spend my money. I want to use I want to use other people's money. I want to use my points. Yeah. I want to, yeah. you know, it's it's just when, when it's, it's almost like a superpower when you understand how it works and some just switches on for you. Yeah, no, facts, facts. No, I appreciate you sharing. And I'm, a, you know, in, in this conversation, it triggered like three or four other things that, that, that we want to cover, which probably don't happen every every time we talk. I'm going to be like, oh, man, it's like three or four other things we can talk about. So Absolutely. I, I appreciate you coming on. Let everybody know where they can reach you if they have, if they want more information. You can uh, reach me by email. Um, my email is jgrimes at thegrimesgroup.org. Uh, and you can reach me directly uh, via text. 
at 404-895-1968. Once again, that's 404-895-1968. All right, well, definitely appreciate you. And uh, until next week. Absolutely, absolutely. Have a good one. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.